gentlemen, boys and girls, children, 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, D.O., and this mother John Coleman. J.C. John Coleman. Yes. Back in the hot seat. I, I love this. Every time, man. Every time. It just I, feels so good to be back. It does feel good to be back. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love our guests. Yeah. I really do love our guests. They're but, awesome. You know, you're my boy. Yeah. Like, you, know, like, you, know. you and I, we flow. It does. And um, today's episode is going to be off the chain crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, it's back to school. Yay. Yay. You don't have kids. You don't know what that means. <sighs> Thank God. And you're so far removed from school yourself, you really don't know what it means. But <laughs> yes. it's back to school. It's 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 back to college. Yep. Right. So I have a couple friends who, one's flying out to San Diego, helping his daughter get moved in for her junior year. Oh one's driving up to North Carolina, helping his daughter get moved in. She's a freshman. Uh-oh. Another guy took his son up to West Virginia. Like, like it's just that season. This morning, I woke up and my uh, woke up woke up to my wife. Yeah. Oh, it's not a that's yeah. a win. Yeah. 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 I wasn't on the couch. Uh, I woke up this morning. I was chatting with my wife, okay. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is this the second or third week of high school for our son?" She's like, "This is the third week." Damn. Yeah. Like it's school season, so why not talk about children and education? Okay. Except. Children, education, and finance. Okay. Oh, want, want, want. I brought in the F word, yeah, didn't the I? F word, that F word. I, I brought in the F word, finance. And look, it's a hot topic because we can go a thousand different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't bring in an expert to talk about 529 plans, to talk about state prepaid plans. Yes. Um, but I do want to cover some of those. And then the rest of what I want to do is kind of go back and forth, you and I wrapping together. I want to throw out ideas uh-huh. solely. So that if you're listening or watching this, it makes you say, hmm. hmm. Who was that back in the 90s? Make you say, hmm. No, it was make you say, uh. No, that was that was DMX. No, that was Master P. Make you was, say, uh. Oh, yeah, was, that was Master uh, P. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, I think there was a there was a 1990s, um, like, kind of like top 40 things that make Ma- you say, hmm. Think, think, uh, 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 uh. uh no, I think things an, that make you say. No, I think it's, you're butchering the song. You're unbelievable. That's no. The, that's the hook you were singing. That's the that's the verse I heard. Hey, look! If you can't sing, you podcast. Correct. <laughs> A voice for radio. But nonetheless, here's wow. Um, here's what we're gonna jump into. Literally, okay. Whether it's make you say uh, make you say hmm, mm-hmm. or no. you're unbelievable. Yeah, we're gonna unbelievable make you say huh. Hmm, and whatever the F else you're going to do, we want to make you think. Okay. I just want to make you think. These are conversations I don't think many people are privy to. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because I've gone to enough neighborhood parties. I've sat through enough youth sports events mm-hmm. to, to hear conversations and to know just enough that I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. I don't sell 529 plans or I live in the state of Florida, so Florida prepaid plans. And um, I wasn't a college athlete, but I do know several people who were. And I have friends whose adult children have gone on to earn scholarships, both yep. athletically and academically. I know enough to entertain people for the next 25 to 35 minutes. Uh-huh. And give them some tie downs and some takeaways as it pertains to their children, their children's future education, and how it should be paid for. And more importantly, 
some of the thoughts that should be going into the decision-making process. How about that? That sounds deep, and I'm ready to dive. Okay, so I think I summarized what we're going to do. So we're going to start like this. It's all off the cuff, and some of it are just going to be straight-up DOisms. Mm -hmm. DOisms, for those of you that don't know, it's shit that may come out of my mouth. Whether it's planned or unplanned is irrelevant. Correct. It's going to come out. It's going to be recorded. It's going to be forever, and I'm going to stand behind it most of the time unless I need to apologize. Uh, let's go. All right, let's roll. Um, 529s, what are they? Uh, I think it's a paid toll road in mm, Florida. Possibly. I think it's 528. You're right. 408, 417. But 529 may be a toll road somewhere else in the United States. But 529 plans are college savings plans mm -hmm. that have tax benefits that allow parents to, on a monthly, annual basis, contribute money to their children's future college, college expenses. Okay. That money goes into an investment account like an IRA or a 401k. Oh, okay. And it grows, usually tax deferred, meaning you don't have to pay taxes on the growth on an annual basis. Okay. And the goal is at the time your child is 18 and they're going into college, you have some form of a savings to help pay for your children's college. Gotcha. Some states, I know the state of Florida does it, I know the state of Georgia does it, they also have college savings plans where you can prepay college where you get in for today's rate. So let's say you have a child, let's say that child is eight years old. Well, there's a good chance that in 10 years, college is more expensive than it is today. Yep. So if I was a parent of a 10-year-old, I could go and I could go ahead and start contributing money towards a prepaid college plan through the state I live in. But when I do so, that uh, typically will put a fence around which schools my child can attend if they yeah. want to utilize that money. Okay. Now, each state and each plan, they're going to have their own caveats where maybe the state of Florida has reciprocity with Alabama or Georgia, or maybe Iowa has reciprocity with Illinois. Um, that's going to get too geeky and detailed for us today. Okay. All I want the audience to understand is that there are ways for you to save for your children's college. It doesn't have to be prepaid. It doesn't have to be 529. And it could be a combination of both. Does that money grow for you at all when you put that money in? Do you get like a higher interest rate or is it just – I know you said it was tax deferred. Are there any other the, benefits? So, the, yeah, the, the gains mm -hmm. are – again, I'm not a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. So, please, if you're a financial advisor and you're tuning in and I'm saying something wrong, call me out. I'm used to it. I'm married. I get it. The money that you're contributing to your 529, it is an investment account. Similar to an IRA or a 401k, those funds are going into some form of mutual funds or equities okay. or bonds or a combination of, of there, and they, that money is growing. So therefore, it's compound interest, okay. compounding over time. We've talked about Law of 72 on multiple episodes, and you're getting the, the benefits of compound interest. Gotcha. Um, that's what you do with a 529. With a prepaid plan through your state, you're typically locking in today's prices okay versus it's a compounding gotcha it's it's nope you're locking in today's price now i'm pretty confident that there is a cash value mm -hmm. for the prepaid plan because what if my child doesn't go to an in-state school what if my child gets a full ride whether it's academic or whether it's it's uh, athletic mm -hmm. then there should be a way for me to access the money i put in it may be just the principal's uh funds that i put in without interest earned uh it may not Again, not for this episode. Mm -hmm. What's for this episode is people to know there are ways to save. But before you save, 
Here are some things I want you to just think about. Mm -hmm. Just think about. A, how important is paying for your child to go to college? Mm -hmm. And I say that because there are ways for your children to go to college and get a post-high school degree or training or schooling economically. Right? They have state colleges that are typically local. We used to call them back in the day community colleges or junior colleges mm -hmm. that your child can go there for nominal tuition and books, live with you at home just like they did when they were 17 and 18, mm -hmm. and it not break the bank. Your child can go into the military. If they go and they serve the military, then the military has what's called a GI Bill. And spend three years in the military, serving your country, earning a paycheck, learning the world, and then come out of the military, and now you have the military willing to pay for your four-year degree through your GI Bill. Hmm. So if I'm a parent and I can't save money for a 529 or contribute to a Florida or, or whatever my state mm -hmm. prepaid plan is, please know that there's no reason why your child should not be getting an education outside of high school mm. because there are ways to do this economically. Yeah. On top of that, who's to say that college is for everybody? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How dare you say that? College is for everybody. It's Bullshit. No, no, no. no. College no, is for everyone. No. You have to go to college after you graduate high school and you have to graduate college in four years because that's what I did. Well, no, guess what? Very few did. And I know that. And, and, and that's actually where, where um, I think the ignorance takes over. Correct. So few did, so they don't know. Mm -hmm. They don't know. And, be, and it's one of those things like the less you know, the worse off you are. Mm -hmm. and, and look, we all want better for our children. As a parent, I want better for my mm -hmm. children than, than what I had. And I'm sure my children are going to want better for their children. Mm -hmm. And better doesn't necessarily mean economic things, right? Mm -hmm. Better could be more time spent. Better yep. could be, it could be a, a, a ton of different, different things. But please know that college isn't for everyone. There is a fantastic trade out there, whether it's being an auto mechanic, being an electrician, being a plumber, being a general contractor, being a linesman. We talk oh, a linesman. Yeah. You are tugging mm -hmm. at my heartstring. <laughs> linesman, right? These people who work on, on the, the power grid, power mm -hmm. poles. They make starting off like sixty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars a year. Within a couple of years, when you add up their overtime, they're over a hundred grand a year. And I think the linesman trade school is like a ten-month program. Hmm. Let's say it's eighteen months. This is what it is. It's less than four years. That sounds like a good return on investment, Dio. That is a fantastic ROI, JC. And thank you for just handing me that layup. Yep. Penny to Shaq, 1992 all over again, Orlando Magic. Oh. Um, ROI. Nothing gets underneath my skin more than understanding that nearly nowhere close do enough people make their decision on postgraduate education. Now, this could be master's degree, this could be PhD, or this could be post-high school graduation. With an ROI in mind. What does ROI stand for? Return on investment. Return on investment. Okay. If you are not coming from an affluent family, mm -hmm. if you did not earn college scholarships via athletics or academics, mm -hmm. and you're choosing to go to a private school out of state mm -hmm. that is 
65, 75, $90,000 a year. Mm. Ask yourself, is this the best financial decision that I can be making based on the major that I'm going to choose or the profession I want to go into? But all my friends are going to Notre Dame and I got in, so I just have to go because it's my stream school. Yeah, I mean, I okay, so what, what are you going to study at Notre Dame? Uh, I don't know. I'm undeclared. I'm undecided. What do you want to do when you grow up? I want to make a ton of money. How are you going to make a ton of money? I don't know. Go to college and figure it out. Okay. But I'm going to Notre Dame, so, you know. Go to Notre Dame. Go uh, to Notre Dame. Okay. If you got into, into Notre Dame, go to Notre Dame. G go for it. Same thing goes for Columbia and NYU and Stanford. But when you're making these decisions, there's other schools that don't have that same notoriety. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be remiss. I think Notre Dame, it might help you get some pretty plush jobs if you have a degree from Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Stanford. Same thing with Columbia. Same mm -hmm. thing with Yale and Harvard and so many other, other mm -hmm. schools. But there are schools out there that are private, lesser known, and expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to go and you're going to get a degree in education, I need you to understand up front the average teacher, depending on if you're in the South, the Northeast, mm -hmm. out West, et cetera, you're making somewhere on the very low end of $36,000 a year, on the high end, $65,000 a year. If you went and dropped 300 grand mm -hmm. on an education that you could have got for literally five grand a year, if you just went to your local mm -hmm. state college or your local junior college, like, I don't know if you're getting the ROI that you want. Mm -hmm. Something that I see all the time, and this is usually with the for-profit institutions, uh -huh. you know, those uh, schools that advertise on TV. Mm, yeah. Yes. And I've seen, um, and it's usually women mm -hmm. and it's actually, um, it's usually minority women mm. go and drop like 70, 80 grand. This mm. should be criminal by the way, mm -hmm. 70, 80 grand on a master's degree in like social welfare. Like, look, we need social workers. Correct. We do. My sister is an amazing woman, an amazing business professional, she has, she has made a career for herself working in social services. My aunt and uncle, same exact thing. Mm -hmm. But does someone sit down with these women, mm -hmm. these professionals, and walk them through ROI? Because typically a lot of social service jobs pay 13, 15, 16 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. And with a master's degree, you get 18 bucks an hour. No, they're seduced by the term, what, I can get a master's degree in how much time and I only have to do what? Sign me up. Yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not decrying getting a master's degree. What I'm saying is let's put some ROI thought behind it. So that's it. That, that's one of my next takeaways. It's A, college isn't for everybody, and that's okay because there's way better, not better. Mm -hmm. There are different, different routes. yet equal mm -hmm. routes mm -hmm. to be a productive member of society, earn a good living, doing something that you love. Mm -hmm. Um, that isn't called going to college. Mm -hmm. But if you do want to go to college, be realistic. Yeah. Be realistic about where you go, what you study. Mm -hmm. I'm a friend of mine. He once worked at Duke. Mm -hmm. Okay, Duke University. Okay, and um, he—it's actually a story he told me, and I'm gonna butcher it a little bit, but I'll try to condense it as well. We were at lunch one day, it's probably like seven years ago, and we we're just kind of rapping back and forth and talking life, and mm -hmm. kind of like what you and I do most <laughs> days here at the, at the <laughs> office, and. He found it comical that in his department at Duke, they were searching for someone with an MBA, master's, like mm -hmm. a, an MBA, but Duke University, 
who was searched for searching for this position and was mandating an MBA was only willing to pay $48,000 a year. Say what? Duke University, last time I checked, I think their MBA program is easily well over a hundred grand yeah. just to get your MBA. Correct. And he was like, how asinine is that? He goes, I work in higher education. We're only willing to pay someone mm -hmm. 48 grand a year, mm. but we require them to pay us a hundred grand just to achieve the designation that we're mandating uh -huh. they have. So he's looking at himself in the mirror while he's saying this and says, this yeah. doesn't <laughs> Well, he, and, and when, by the time I met him, he no longer worked at Duke. Yeah. Look, I'm not trying to throw Duke under no, the table. Just, what, one, of, one, one of my good college buddies, Jacob, super smart dude, went to Duke. Got his MBA mm -hmm. and his career took took off. Yeah, and his career took off because of his Duke MBA. Yeah. like you know, but it, it was more the hypocrisy of the institution that that you know. It's yeah, like yeah. I work here, we charge X, but we're only willing to pay Correct. Y. Yeah, he's like, this makes no sense, and it just got me thinking. Well, what if my daughter wanted to go to NYU because she loves the arts, because she loves New York City, mm -hmm. but she was adamant that she wanted to be an art teacher and move back to Orlando. Uh. I'd run the numbers. I'd have a hard time. I'd have a hard time. We'd have to have a, a, a sit down, a heart to heart, mm -hmm. and we'd have to walk walk her through what's it going to cost to live in New York City. What is what is it that you're going to earn when you get out? How much is tuition? How nope. much are books? Maybe NYU, it's a dream school, but maybe if you want to go into education, it's not the school for you unless mm -hmm. unless mommy and daddy win the lottery. Okay. At which point, it I want you to go up there, honey, because it makes your heart smile. Summer camp. And and it is what an awesome opportunity yeah. because there are something. There's a lot to be said about the college experience. I'm oh, yeah. someone who did not go away to college oh, yeah. because of that. I'm mandating my children go away. I think to college. It, it's it's just instilled in us from an early age because you. Leading up to college, you spend months as a senior in high school meeting with your guidance counselor, going over your ACTs, SATs, what do you need to do for your colleges. You finally get the You accept must have gone to a private school. Yeah, oh yeah. Guidance counselors, I thought everybody had them. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you, that's, that. okay, we, we, have, we call that um, uh, growing up a little bit fortunate. Okay. Okay, okay. but well, yes, but it, it is out there. Yeah. But not every public school has that same support. Most I, private schools do. I still had to fill in the bubbles in the SAT, so, you know, he wasn't taking the form. Yeah. Um, but you're just instilled like, all right, I worked this hard to get into college. And then when you get to college, you're like, oh, just you're blinded by the college experience to where you're not thinking about your job that you're going to get when you're a freshman, when you're a sophomore, when you're a junior, or maybe even a senior. When you graduate and try to start, you know, going in the real world, applying to these jobs, you're thinking like, I have a college degree. This is the best thing. A lot of times I was going to school with kids that were going to get their MBA right after they graduated senior year. Because they really didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to do. I was one of those kids. I was talking to my mom. I was like, maybe I should just get my MBA. You know why? Because it says MBA. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that, by the way. It, but it, it's, it's like in a thing that's just like, just keep on going. And I know some people that got their MBA and then stayed in Tampa because that's when they went to school. And then it's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fresh college graduate. I have an MBA. Give me a job. And it's like, you have no experience. You have no life experience You have no life experience. All. Yep. Um, so so um, ROI. ROI is a, a term that needs to be used when you're making your initial decision, mm -hmm. when you're thinking about grad school, when you're choosing your grad school, when you're trying to figure out, do you really want to go to college or not? Um, ROI should be, should be factored in. Parents, we, we started this um, topic discussing financing or paying for your children to get, look, it's not on you. I'm here to tell you today, it is not on you to pay for your children's post-high school training, mm. their education. If you can do it, fantastic. If you want to do it, fantastic. But it's not on you. 
Don't let anyone make you think any different. What is on you is to teach your children manners, teach your children how to be good people, provide for them in terms of shelter, food, and the most important four-letter word, love, right? Another word, support, right? Let them know that if they, if they think it, they can do it and that it takes hard work. Mm-hmm. But it's not on you to pay for it. Now, if you can and you want to, high five. Mm-hmm. But do yourself a favor. Do not put paying for your college, your children's college, or any other type of um, trade school mm-hmm. over your ability to live a debt-free life, mm-hmm. your ability to retire, and to retire well. Mm-hmm. And we see that. We see that day in, day out, where so-and-so has all this money pouring into their child's education, mm-hmm. yet that same person, by the time they're 65 or 67 or even 69, they're nowhere close to where they need to be in order to retire. What do you think has changed from a social standpoint? Because you're a parent, and back in my day when I was growing up, if and this is, goes to my peers, same age group, if I looked at my mom and like, I don't want to go to college, I want to do something else, she just said, no, you're, you're going to college because that's just what you do. Now it seems like parents are more open and more open to the idea of my kid not going to college because there are other kind of avenues that are more tangible. I'm not saying everybody can Twitch stream, but you know, streaming, making your own content, being an influencer. Um, what do you think has changed from a parent's perspective that has allowed parents to kind of ease up on like, no, my kid has to go to college and kind of entertaining the fact that they might not go to college and be supportive of that decision? So I'm gonna take a, a, a two-fold approach to this. Okay. One, I think it's just the natural pendulum of life. I think we swung from very few being college educated to too many college educated and therefore the trade to become attractive again because you it's you you know it it used to be you had to know someone yep. who knew someone to get into a, a union from yep. the northeast not so much anymore right and because trades came out of high demand supply and demand dictates that those people earn a much better living mm-hmm. than they did so just 20 30 even 40 years ago mm-hmm. so i think some of it is pendulum I think the other part is you don't know what you don't know. So when the baby boomers, who most were not college educated, started stressing to their children that they become college educated, those people went to college, then they became adults, then they realized what a farce that higher education was in yeah. the big grand scheme of things for most, not for all. Correct. Please. Yeah, yeah. We're generalizing. Look, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, look, you cannot be an effective so many things yeah. in life, whether it's an engineer, whether it's Doc, an yeah. educator, whether it's a nurse, yeah. a doctor. I mean, there are so many. I'll even say a business professional. Yeah. Now, there's a lot in business you can learn just by doing. Mm-hmm. You, you can. Marketing. That's but, what <laughs> yeah, but even still, it's nice to have that formal education. It is. And an education for those parents who are considering why their children should go, it's a freaking insurance policy that mm-hmm. says, yes, I can. Yeah. I mean, it's like going skydiving with a million-dollar life insurance policy. Yes. Would you rather go skydiving with or without that life insurance policy? Would you rather go go in the job market with or without that college diploma? Yes. And statistically, it is proven that college graduates out-earn non-college graduates mm-hmm. um, something crazy, like threefold. Yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean college is the end-all, be-all. But my point being, do not put your child's education and the financing of it mm-hmm. ahead of your own personal financial needs, wants, and goals because your children can, A, Go to school economically. We talked about that. Staying local, utilizing the military, uh, educational scholarships. I'm going to come back to athletic scholarships. 
um, your, your children can take out student loans. It's, I know right now it's like, so, oh my God, stay away from student loans. But it's like anything in life in moderation. It, it, you know, if you're, if your child is willing to apply for certain scholarships, choose state colleges cause they're cheaper, um, work. Oh my God. Yes. Kids. 12 to 15 hours of college is a joke. You should be able to work 20 to 25 hours a week. Yeah. There's a reason why we, we joke about uh, surviving on ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you do. It's part of the fun. It's part of the adventure. Yes. You do not need to be Uber eating three meals a day plus hitting the club mm-hmm. in every spring break. Mm-hmm. Right. It's part of going to college. Part of that experience is living yeah. kind of hand to mouth. Oh, right. Yeah, got to. So. So understand parents, it's okay for your children in moderation to obtain student loans because they, your, your children, they can borrow for their higher education. You cannot borrow for your retirement. You cannot borrow yourself out of debt. You cannot borrow yourself out of having no mortgage. So do not put that, that meaning your children's education, ahead of things like your retirement, living with no consumer debt, paying off your mortgage. So many times we do that. Last topic, and I think our time's probably going to run, 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 and I'm getting all heated it and happens. fiery. It happens. And it happens. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I mean, let me take a sip of water real quick for this last bit because I'm going to talk about athletic scholarships. Whoa, come on, man. Yeah. But little little Johnny, man, he, I took him to his coach, and okay. he says he has something special, man. I think if we just stick at it, he has a good shot to go D1. Okay, perfect. Okay, high five. High five. Deep breath, calm down. Deep breath. Hey, mom. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Not my mom, just any mom. Sitting at your daughter's gymnastics meet, your son's lacrosse, your daughter's softball. I know what's in that sippy cup. This is Put it th- down. This is the third practice this week, but the coach said it was mandatory. So <laughs> Put it down. And look, I'm a parent. I'm a parent. We are entering dance season. I was just told that my wife is not going to join me on my birthday celebration in Nashville where I'm also running in a half marathon because our daughter has some crazy dance competition. My son has done travel baseball and lacrosse and, and we're a crazy football family and I take him to private lessons. So, okay, please know where I'm coming from when I'm getting ready to say what I'm getting ready to say. God, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Go ahead. No. Oh, I'm going to piss some people off. I promise you. Okay. And I do want to actually have a, um, I would love to like moderate a podcast where I have a, you know, Joe's for mm-hmm. and John's against <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and go back and forth. Okay. But for the most part, I'm going to burst your bubble. Okay. Your child is not getting a full ride to go to any school to play their sport. Period. End of story. That was easy. Yeah, that was easy. Okay. It's not going to happen. And if it does happen, let's talk about under the pretext that it does. Okay. Very, very important. I have a son. He dreams of D1. He wants to be a D1 long snapper. As a parent, luckily, I don't have blinders on. And what I realize, if that were to ever happen, yep. long snapping is a specialist. It's like, you know, there's punters, there's kickers, and there's the guy that has to get the ball back to mm-hmm. him. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He does it pretty well. It's very rare for a long snapper to get a full ride. They typically get what's called a preferred walk-on. You know what that means? It means Dustin and his wife are going to have to pay 
at a minimum for their son's freshman year. Oh, by the way, the school, if, if this happens, this dream mm-hmm. happens, he'll be redshirted. So then he shows up to his second year in college, but they call it his freshman year or his redshirt freshman year. Okay. Guess what Michelle and Dustin are doing? Paying more money? They're paying. That's two years I've had to pay for the hope that he actually wins the starting job. Okay. If he wins the starting job, mm-hmm. more than likely he's going to get a scholarship. Whew, that was easy. Yeah. So what if my kid fell in love with, eh, I don't know, USC? It's oh. a dream school of his. Okay. University of Southern California out in LA. Beautiful. Yep. Um, it's like a hundred grand a year. Uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, one hundred thousand dollars a year. I may be off by twenty grand. Let's call it eighty. Okay. It's a lot of freaking money. Yes. Well, I have to ask myself, when my son, his dream, dream, like mm-hmm. dad, all I've been thinking about since I was fifteen years old. Mm-hmm is to go to USC and to play on their football team. And they say to him, son, if you come be our long snapper, we'll get you in. Oh, dad, I have to go to USC. The coach said I have. And this isn't like a fake Lori Laughlin thing. Yeah. This is like legit. He can go to <laughs> USC, right? Mom and dad have to sit down and have a heart to heart with him about what it really means that at a minimum, he, we, mm-hmm. us are going to have to pay $100,000 for at a minimum his first two years and possibly all four years. Uh-huh. If he doesn't ever get a scholarship, damn. Now, do you think that happens in the in the uh, in the in the the ranks of parents in suburban America? No, we go out to have parties. Oh, our son, he got a he got an offer got to go to ride. USC. Uh, he got a full ride. Now, look, there are skill positions in the sport of football. Yes, and skill positions in the sport of basketball, you get a full ride. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know many. Oh, hold on. I don't know if I know any person Mm -hmm. who got a full ride Mm -hmm. to go play a sport in college. I mean, I know them because, like, you know, I watched them on TV. Yeah. But I don't personally know them. No. Talk about law of percentages. What would you say the average is? You talk about what? What What's the percentage? I don't even know. That's a whole separate show. But but, but let's talk about this. That was football. Mm -hmm. That was a personal story. Mm -hmm. Baseball. That was my sport growing up. Mm-hmm. Okay, baseball. And I know a lot of baseball parents. And I do actually know someone who went to Stanford on a baseball scholarship, someone who went to Florida State on a baseball scholarship, someone who recently committed to the University of Miami for a baseball scholarship. you got to be pretty damn good to get a scholarship yeah. in baseball. Yeah, like especially those schools. Those schools play in like the College World Series almost every year. Yeah. They are a top 25 program. Mm. And guess what? Those people and, and these kids are badasses. Mm-hmm. They'll get about 60% paid for. Damn, that's not all of it. Though. No, that's not all of it. So what if that school was a private type school? Let's say that school was Coastal Carolina. Okay. Coastal Carolina is a really good baseball program. It's a small school up in the Carolinas. And it's about, I don't know, 70, 80 grand a year. And your son's great. Right, really good yeah. travel, all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Varsity starter as a sophomore, yeah. blah blah blah. Cool, Coastal Carolina. He gave him fifty percent. Now, little Johnny gets to go play college baseball for one of the, the the better programs in the country, and you get to brag to all your friends. Yeah. But do you understand that you just signed up for little Johnny to go to a college that's eighty grand a year, of which his baseball scholarship is going to cover half? So I'm now I'm at forty. So okay, so forty times four is one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. Okay. Uh, little Johnny, who also was a good student, 
lived in the state of Florida. Florida has various academic scholarships. Mm -hmm. Little Johnny could have gone to UCF, FAU, Florida State. If they're super smart, they could have gotten to the University of Florida. Mm. And with scholarship money, because it's in-state tuition, yeah, maybe it would have cost them about, I don't know, 12000 a year, $5,000 a year, $0 a year. Mm. ROI, guys, ROI. Now, these are the big schools. That's not really what happens typically. Most times, little Johnny or Jane, they're going to go off to some no-name school, mm -hmm. and they're going to play their sport, whether it's gymnastics, lacrosse, baseball, softball, and there are no full rides. It's a, well, because we are mm -hmm. D3, NIIA, I don't know all the terms, so we, don't yep, hold it against yep. me. We don't give academic scholarships, but we can give you a partial academic, and we're going to give you, again, let's use the number, 40, 50, 60% of a small private school in mm -hmm. a podunk town in a no-name state. Correct. So that they can play their sport, yep. get a basic degree. Yes, and, oh, by the way, high five, they got a scholarship. Go brag to your friends. You and or you and Junior are 200 grand in the hole. Yeah. Because you went to a school that was 100 grand a year. They gave you a 50% scholarship, mm -hmm. academic, and you picked up the other 50% where you could have just stayed in your state and gone to a really good school for much less money and got the same degree. Mm. And maybe enjoyed other experiences. Maybe you were, you know, um, I don't know, part of student government. Or maybe you were part of a certain sorority or yep. fraternity. Maybe you did a study abroad program. Mm -hmm. Because when you do play college sports, and I know this from my friends who did it, it's a full-time job. Yeah, you, no, that's all you do. You better love the sport or think you're going to go pro. In fact, that was the advice. The guy's name is Brian Dibler. He... May not even remember who I am, and he sure as hell will probably never remember <laughs> telling me this. But I can tell you, we are at the bowling alley in Longwood. He was two years older than me. He went off to play college soccer. Mm. And I was just good enough I could have gone to one of those no-name schools to play baseball as long as mom and dad had the money and they were willing to, yeah. to, pay, to pay for you to be on the team. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, and he said, look, unless you really love the sport or you think you can go pro, He's like, I wouldn't suggest it. Do you know whose fault this is? Whose fault this all kids thinking they can go pro? Karen. No. It's Karen's fault. It is QB1 on Netflix and Last Chance You on Netflix. But hold on. But this has been going on before that. It has. But now there's a platform. Now every kid with the shiny, every kid now has a visor. You know, yeah. kids can't. He's on defense. Doesn't even start. He's a punter. Has a visor. Why does he look like that? Every kid is ducked out. Every kid can't. Shooting at the wrong basket. He has the Ar Carmelo arm sleeve, though. All these programs, um, all these programs. Because Did you do that growing up? No, Were you that kid? No, I, okay. no, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was just normal. Yeah. I knew I was <laughs> never going to make it. And I knew the best kid at my school was never going to make it. But now kids binge. I even watch it. I see how kids are idolized at like kids of freshmen. And you literally see him grow up on Netflix. And now he's like, damn, he's actually like the starting quarterback at Oklahoma. Kids get like, oh, that can be me. No, little yeah. Timmy, it's not going to be. But but this started back in the 1990s, at least, because that's when I was a, a a prep student athlete. And my parents, and they didn't know any different. And we didn't have anyone doing shows like this mm. that we could have tuned into to like at least make us take a step back. Mm. Look, everything I'm saying is not the end-all, be-all. This is just enough to scratch the surface to make you want to say, ooh, wait a minute, I should look into that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, and then we'll probably wrap up the show. Okay. Um, 
Because how about this? So when, and when I was talking about my personal life, neither me nor my parents knew that there was no such thing as a full ride in baseball until five years ago. Hmm. It was five years ago that my two business partners, who both played collegiately, one played professionally, it wasn't until then that they informed me there was no such thing as a full ride. Like, according to them, in the story they told me, even like A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, wasn't offered a full ride. Hmm. Like, I think the University of Miami still only offered him like 70 or 80%, one of the best players ever to play the game. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it goes back that far. Damn. I don't think parents just don't know. Because most parents, they themselves weren't a D1 athlete. Mm -hmm. They didn't play in college. They didn't go through the recruiting process. They didn't, you know, they, they didn't. So it, it's out of ignorance. And because things like this aren't talked about, right? This is shit they don't teach <laughs> to you at high school. We don't talk about it when we're at uh, um, dinner tables or at house parties. It just, we, we don't know until we don't know. And then once we figure it out, it's too late. Yeah. So I want to run this past all the parents who are paying for dance, gymnastics, violin lessons, baseball, I mean, football, I mean, all the private travel. We're in this state and this hotel. Mm -hmm. Look, it's fun. I'm never going to take away the fact of the life experience and the memories you're making and the friends that you're making, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you can afford it, sure, why not? Mm. If you can't afford it, sure, why not? Take a step back and put yourself in check. Yeah. Seriously, at some point, little Johnny can sacrifice so that you don't have to. Little Johnny or Jane can sacrifice so you don't have to. But, but this is why I want someone to run these numbers. I would love for someone to sit down and tally up the money they spent last year on gymnastics, on lacrosse, on softball, on baseball, on private lessons, on sending their kids to literally. We, and I do this. I'm that parent, too, sending their kids to training, like, like it's combine training, and they're 12 or 13 or 10 years old. Take that money that you're adding up. Dump it into one of those 529s that I opened up the show. Let's say you start it when little Johnny or Jane is eight years old. So you do it for a whole entire decade. Guess what? You just paid for your kid to go to college. High five to you. There's a freaking scholarship. Scholarship of mom and dad. Because you realized early on that driving my kid four hours to this weekend-long tournament so they can play five games, stay in a hotel room. We have to spend money on gas, hotel, Entry in and out. I got to pay for the league plus the private lessons plus plus the equipment. Oh yeah, plus food because someone got to eat, right? Concession stands, um, everything, plus everything else you're giving up, right? Your sanity, your own health, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of doing that, I enrolled them in the local league. I let them play things like all stars, or we did some of those events, but not all of the events. But I took the money that I was going to spend. And well, first, I made sure I had no consumer debt. Then second, I made sure I had six months reserves. And third, I made sure that I was uh, contributing to my 401k and or an IRA. But okay, all that's taken care of. I'm putting money into my kids 529 so that when they graduate, I can sit down with them and have a heart to heart and say, I have some great news for you. You know how we didn't do all those tournaments or you know how we didn't go crazy into the travel or you weren't getting private lessons and coaches. It's because mom and I figured out early on, you probably weren't D1 potential, but we wanted to make sure that if you wanted to go to college, we could pay for it. Mm -hmm. We did, honey. We did, son. We did that. 
because we were smart enough to step back at some point in your life and say, what's realistic and what makes sense financially? If we were running our household like a business and a profitable business, what type of decisions would we make? Now, if you can do all of that because you are fortunate in terms of your monetary success in life, then high five. How much money? Pay, pay for you and pay for the two kids that, that are your, your kids' buddies, but they, they shouldn't be on the team, but they are. Mm-hmm. And when I say they shouldn't, not because of their skill set, but because of their, their, their current financial place mm-hmm. in life. Um, but if, you know, it's like, but if you can't, you don't necessarily have to Mm. and, and, and really know what it looks like for your child to go play a sport in college. What does it mean to them, their college experience, but what does it mean to you guys financially? Because getting a scholarship to a no name school in a podunk town in a no name state to get a basic degree and that same degree cost you two to three times as much money as it would have to go to the large, really fun state university. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I like the large state university. It's going to cost a third and give me or my child the better college experience than what I mentioned before. That sounds intelligent. Okay, this has gone on for way too long. I'm heated. I'm fired up. I know I'm going to piss some people off. That wasn't the intention of today's show. Today's show was kids, college, finances, things that make you say, hmm, just consider it. Deep breath, step back. If you have questions, if you want to call me out, if you want to tell me how I was wrong or inconsiderate or rude, I'd love to hear from you. Just like I'd love for you to share this content. I'd love for you to subscribe. Check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, The Loan Officer Podcast. I'm Dustin Owen, but they call me D.O., He's John Coleman. We call him everything from JC to Coleman. Just don't call him John and don't call him late to the party. That is all we have for today. We'll catch you on the flip side and thank you for tuning in. Peace. Deuces.